Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. What's up, y'all? It's your boy David with Blackwell Renaissance, and I'm here today to tell you guys about Anchor. If you haven't heard of Anchor, it's the best place to make a podcast. Anchor is a free app that has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast straight from your phone. Anchor also distributes your podcast across all major platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many others. You can also make money on your podcast with Anchor with no minimum listenership. Anchor is everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So if you're looking to get started on your own podcast, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm. Are you looking to sell or buy your home or looking for an investment property? Look no further. BlackWealthRenaissance.com offers a free realtor directory with realtors located across the country to help you meet your goals. Just go to BlackWealthRenaissance.com and select Realtor Directory under Resources. That's BlackWealthRenaissance.com and select Realtor Directory under Resources. Thank you for listening to the Black Wealth Renaissance Podcast. Our goal of this podcast is to normalize black wealth and share helpful resources and tips we believe will be useful in attaining and maintaining generational wealth. Please feel free to rate, review, and comment on our podcast. We would love to hear feedback from you guys. Now, let's get into the show. Welcome, everybody, to the Black Wealth Renaissance Podcast, episode 18, 18, Lord, it's feeling like a... It's really spilling like a marathon right now. Your right? <laughs> <laughs> hey boy David Bell on here, man, with my co-hosts Kelly and Jalen. Jared couldn't be here; he at work, but we're gonna rock it out without him. Yeah, what's up, everybody? How y'all doing, man? Jalen over here, doing good. How y'all boys feeling? Oh, I'm doing great, man. How you feeling, bro? Man, tired from work. As soon as I got off of work, straight to work for BWR, man. 
You already know, oh, man. You we, know, that's the life. we punch out the nine to five, clock into the six to ten. Yeah, we still we get it in, y'all. Always, always. And we matter of fact, we about to speak to another brother who always getting it in, man. We got our boy Shelby here with us. I know y'all done seen him before, Shelby, the hip hop author, man. That's how I do. How you feeling, Shelby? I'm feeling great. You're, you know, like every time, happy to be back on, happy to be able to be with Black Brother Renaissance, whatever way. Hey, my brother. We're happy to have you here, man. Thank you. Glad you're feeling great, man. I see you got that uh, load the clip of knowledge shirt. That that thing that thing fresh, bro. I yeah, like that. Thank you, thank you. This is this, this is probably my favorite one so far. But it's the um the I trap books one that I know is the main one. Is is all considered the I trap books collection. But that one probably my favorite one. I sold a couple of these ones already, but I think the load the clip with knowledge sold the most so far. So. Yeah, it's definitely my favorite one. Which I'm going to sell the most. That's probably going to end up being <laughs> my favorite. <laughs> I'm definitely going to have to call me one, bro. Appreciate it. Yeah, all you got to do is head over to the website. Be happy for that to be shipped over. Hey, man, y'all listening to this, copy one, copy one. Go, go to his website and get you one. Hey, these t-shirts are fire. Yeah, man. This your first time on the podcast, isn't it? It is. Welcome, welcome, man. We, we had you on lives, like... Yeah, we've been in contact. Yeah, man. we just talked so much. It's almost like it felt like we done done a podcast with you. <laughs> it do, it do. So this is long overdue. Yeah, I feel like we staying kind of. If it ain't the live, we talking back and forth, getting ready to do a promotion and just yeah. working on whatever. So, so I love coming on. Oh yeah, bro, it's definitely great to have you on, man. We're gonna uh, get started. What we do is um, we get our guests just to tell, you know, where they're from, uh, a little bit about their story, how they got to the certain point where you're at. And uh, we know you have a very special story. So if you want to share that with the audience and, like, what that was, cool. If you want to just give a little, you know, brief, however you want to do it, man. I give it – I give the story and keep it pretty much as brief and concise but with the certain details in it still – Everything for myself took a change in my life, I guess, four years ago now, about four years ago now. So I was 19 years old. I was actually playing basketball down in North Carolina at a Division II school. The end of the season came, and I chose to transfer back home because I couldn't necessarily afford the school. I didn't feel like I could afford the school, and I didn't want to keep racking up the loans. So I figured I would transfer back home to a junior college to have my first college experience. I went down to Virginia Beach for Beach Weekend. It was perfect for me because my brother was living down there at the time, plus my girl was going down there at the time. So boom, knocking out two birds with one stone. I go down there, I get hit by a car. The only thing I really knew to do was to go over the car because I knew that if I was to go under, I would have died. And I just had two previous um, deaths that happened in my town from two young black men as well. So I just knew that I didn't want to be the third one. So I took the impact, rolled over the car, luckily only walked away with a dislocated shoulder. But unfortunately, it was the shoulder to my dominant on my dominant side. After that, moving forward in the summer, um, my grandmother died. And that was important to me because I actually chose to go to Virginia Beach rather than visiting her in the hospital at the time. Went to the funeral, had another regret after the funeral because I didn't see her in the casket like I would have liked to. After that, just getting closer to the school year, I had a, a workout for the junior college I was going to be going to, where after the workout, my coach told me, I don't like you, remind me of a player that I had before, and me and him didn't get along. So I should have knew right there it was a bad situation I was getting into, and I should have walked away. But I figured, I guess it's just part of my journey. 
it's finally time for the school year to start. Um, my mother wasn't working at the time. I'm working two jobs, getting up at like five, six o'clock every morning, going to work, class practice, back to work, or to my game, whatever it was in the evening. After that, well, during that time, um, working multiple jobs, um, trying my best to keep my grades up for, for the first time, failing classes. I'm just going through a struggle, battling depression, doing the best that I can. Playing time was getting very slim until it hit a point where it was little to none. I eventually just walked away from the team and walked away from basketball as a whole. I just chose to focus on work. January came. I get in a, a, another car accident. At that time, I was then contemplating suicide, where that accident itself was even me letting go of the wheel and just leaving it up to God and just whatever was going to happen was going to happen. If I live, I live. Great. I'm a superhero. I get to tell the story. If I die, I die. Then my cousin, I get a call one night saying that my cousin had died. And then at a point where I felt like I was really at my lowest, my girlfriend at the time had left me. And I found out she had cheated on me on freshman year and she had left me. So I'm feeling like I'm at my lowest point. And that was really my make or break point. I had a decision right there if I was going to really fight and continue to move forward or if I was just going to give up on everything. Obviously, I chose to fight through it happily. Within months, I was seeing a transformation Physically, as I was back in the gym, I felt the transformation mentally, um, spiritually. Everything was just really transforming for me. I get a call back from my coaches saying, hey, we want you to come back and play. No hesitation, went back to North Carolina. Still not on the full scholarship, but happy to be there, happy to be back. Finished out Player of the Week, Player of the Month, All-Conference, All-American Awards and nominations. Got to play for the USA basketball team that summer. Um, that itself just led me on my path of writing, which – Coming back, I guess you could say the next year. So all that happened between 19 and 20. 21 years old, I wrote my first book, the one behind me, uh, Change Your Subconscious and Accomplish, which is my process, not necessarily my story. Well, not my story, but my process in terms of how I was able to utilize the law of attraction and just keeping it in a simplified manner. So it's a simple three steps called Thought Declaration and Action, TDA. And I just use that. And that's really been the basis and foundation of my life from there. It went on to a book series that I didn't even know was coming. So Unavoidable Truths and Manifesting Affirmations. Unavoidable Truths is the continuation from a chapter from Change of Subconscious and Accomplished. Manifesting Affirmations. This was literally just kind of filling a supply and demand. People were just asking me about my affirmations itself. So I'll break down the actions of manifestation. Then itself is a journal. And I also give the affirmations of it. So three parts to it, but primarily a journal. And then one of the ones that's been selling a lot, it's been picking up, Change the Subconscious and Accomplish, still my main seller, bestseller, but A Man Amongst Girls, The Thoughts of a Good Man, A Female's World, where in that book, I just talk about life as a young man, working hard to be a good guy in a society that often overlooks that. So shedding some light onto that. And as y'all could assume, that one is very big to women. So that's that was what led me on my certain journey, gave me the certain confidence where I was able to prove to myself the certain resiliency and persistence and how it really does pay off. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, this is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. 
So the best that I could, that's the short version. <laughs> There's a lot of things you touched on, and I love hearing your story because it's like I, I see the parallels between myself. I feel like a lot of people can relate to it in a lot of ways whenever you get down to that that make a break point. And you know, you decided to fight through it. And that's the biggest thing that I think everybody needs to understand when it comes to just about anything in life. It's like you never stop. Like that's the goal with anything. You just never stop. And that's why it's so beautiful to hear your story, man. Like people could relate to that and see that like you went through all that, but you came out on the other side and now look at you doing for self. Look at you trying to help others do for self. Like that, that's the, that's the wave, bro. I love it. Thank you. That's definitely my goal. I, I do a midday video every day and unfortunately Instagram was kind of messing up today. So I wasn't able to post it, but the video I recorded to post today, it was talking about the, in a sense, the tainted and egotistical way of self-love that a lot of people have this focus on self-love, but it's so focused on them. And it's a, I have to do this. I have to do that. I have to do this so that I can receive so that I can have, so that now I can have, or this is given to me that, a lot of people forget the exchange. They don't realize that it's important to be given back. And that even though you're loving yourself, it's still a matter of being able to give back and provide that certain value out into the world. So that's the, the main thing I try to get across to people right now. As you build yourself, grow yourself, then you take what you were able to learn and then give your talents back into the world. Yeah, bro, for sure. And I love it, man. Like you said, every time I hear your story, I get inspired. And it's, it's good to like know you because you're a very humble person. So, like, this is, is very touching and inspiring, my brother. And I'm I'm happy that you're giving back to people, man. Thank you. That's definitely what I feel like is one of the most important things, especially right now I'm 23 years old and a common theme I see in a lot of people in this generation with finding themselves, a lot of people are at that point where they realize it's not just – it's not, it's not the easiest thing to do. That road is not just the easy path. It's not, it's not smooth at all. It's a lot of bumps, a lot of holes, a lot of pain that comes with and through the journey. But if people are realizing and see that even with that happening, there's always somebody who may have a worse situation I may be in, and there's people that have a better situation than I'm in. So that's showing me both sides of the spectrum that, you know, my life may not be in this position, but I can get there. And even though I was in this position, that humbling factor says that I could be back in that position or I could be back to wherever that position is. So that's, that's really the thing that keeps me motivating, keeps me going, knowing that I have these certain tools that I'm able to provide this certain assistance to people. That's, that's huge, man, because I know on our page and then on this podcast, we talk about wealth a lot, right? And with wealth and wealth building, a lot of times people focus on the good things about it, right? The good things of actually gaining the money, but nobody really talks about the hardship that it takes, the pain that you have to go through, the the time it takes, the time away from family you have to go through sometimes. And, and sometimes you can lose yourself going through that. You can lose yourself doing it. And I think if a lot of people need to start just at least touching light on it, that there is a process into it and that there is a, a I guess a dark side, I wouldn't say dark, but it's just another side to it that nobody really put sheds light to. Um, and I like how you, you got through that. I want to know how, what were ways that you did that like help you get to your dark times? For me, it was really just knowing that one, I felt like I would be a coward if I turned to drugs, if I turned to alcohol, if I turned to sex, if I turned to eating, 
And I didn't want to do that because I knew that I was stronger than that. And then you could say I'm the type of person that may take make things in a harder way than it has to be, but I'd rather go through it than try to fight around it. So it was just finding a ways that how can I alchemize this energy or this negative energy that I had. So for me, being real focused on basketball at the time and knowing I wanted to get back into um, basketball, I put all my energy back onto the court and back into the weight room. That's literally the reasons why I have and won the certain awards that I have. For the for people on the outside, it's a, oh, he was just dedicated and committed and put that extra time in the gym, the extra time in the weight room. But for me, it was, this is my escape. This is the, the best way I know of and the healthiest way I know of to get away from the distractions, get away from the pain. That's deep, bro. Yeah. And see, then now you make me really want to get to touching on some stuff because I'm a real big fan of the whole <laughs> thinking grow rich concept is kind of it's very similar in my mind to how you you describe thought declaration action mm-hmm. and it's like that control your thoughts like there's nobody that can control your thoughts but you and like whenever you decided that you were going to put all that energy there you didn't let that other thing decide like you didn't let your environment decide how you would react you decided how you would react and oftentimes I see people, they like to take themselves out of the situation whenever things happen like that. So whenever yeah, it kind of goes back to that thing you said about going through it instead of trying to go around it, whenever people like address the problem directly, that's really whenever you come out great on the other side, like you're not going to make anything happen. If at the end of the day, really what you're making is excuses. That's the biggest thing. I, I made a video not too long ago because I had a woman actually ask me, why like having a one-on-one conversation with me she's like yo you're so happy you're so positive but your videos seem so aggressive and they're just like right at you and your certain demeanor i'm like one this is the first thing you gotta know i'm from jersey so whatever stereotype you got about people up north that's really that's how i am that's what i fit that's what i was grown that's what i grew up around not only that i come from a athletic family so that competitive background so it was a i'm right at you it was a i'm going to be better than you and that's something that we we lost in our world, the certain competition aspect. It doesn't have to be a battle in the terms of, it doesn't have to be out of hatred, but a healthy, friendly battle, healthy, friendly competition. I feel like the world itself, things are so watered down, things, things are so diluted. It's a misconception that when people say, oh, I got to be real, they're usually degrading someone or talking negatively to someone or talking down on someone. Where for me, my objective is, you know what, let me give you this certain real not in a way that it's trying to hurt you or trying to make you feel bad. I'm not going to say like, oh, you're fat. You just need to lose weight. But I'm going to tell you, yo, realistically, here are the statistics. And if you are overweight or if you are doing this and that, these are the consequences that come with that. And you need to make that decision on what you're going to do or not. So for me, it's really, I don't like to use the word real because just how a lot of people made it, but it's just a matter of being authentic to yourself and being authentic with what's going on. My, I tell everybody, I'm not a motivational speaker. I'm a public speaker. Eric Thomas, Les Brown, no, those are motivational speakers. If you're motivated by my story, that's great. My goal is to get you the message and just give you the message, to tell you exactly what it is without watering it down, without diluting it. And that's something that, to me, is something we really miss. That was also something that I learned from Think and Grow Rich as well, just having that very confident and direct demeanor right towards your goals and your actions. It's one of my favorite books, so. I definitely get you on that, like, <clears throat> and I like how you brought it up, because, like, basically, like you said, if you're direct and 
you got to say what you want and you got to go after it. And like, you definitely got to think it like, and if you think it every day, you're thinking about it, it's going, it's going to happen. So it doesn't matter what it is. If you're thinking negative thoughts, eventually something negative is going to come to you. If you're thinking some positive thoughts or if you're thinking mind shifting, monumental thoughts, it's going to happen one day. It's just like, you got to take those actions plus those thoughts. It don't matter if you're taking small action, it's going to accumulate to greater momentum. So all adds up. It's all, once you really have, once you set that intention, you see how the universe, like I, I broke down in my book, the world does revolve around you. It's your world. I tell people all the time, the real of it is, can nobody take that bullet for you? When you in the casket, you in the casket. It don't matter who's around you, but they're not the ones that's in your position. So you got to make that decision for yourself and do what you want to do. Set, set your intention, walk your path, have your success. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Hey, um, <laughs> I know you brought up the family part earlier. I It hurts me because I don't want to do it. I love being around my family, but I haven't been around a, the main, say, fun side of my family. I haven't been around them like that in months. I just was over at their house not too long ago because my, um, my older sister, well, one of my older sisters, is moving it well just moved to texas so she had came down so i was only over there for that and i was only over there for maybe four or five hours but it's just the certain company you're around it's unfortunate i literally had a conversation a hard to heart with my mom and i was like yo within years i probably won't even talk to you or dad because it would be no reason for me to it's just a different world a different level that we're at just different type of people yes you're my mother yes you're my family and i love y'all but i would have no reason to be around you and it's to me, it's saddening because I love being around my family. I don't want to not be around them. But if I'm going to do what I want to do or doing what my desire is and reaching my goal, my goal is different from what theirs is, and it's a different lifestyle. So that's something I feel like a lot of people don't think about. Uh, being from the South, I do say I feel I feel, that makes me feel a certain type of way, though. I'm not going to lie to you because, like, the, the family ties here, it's like, like really, really. It's real deep. Yeah. It's real, real deep. So like, is that just like a northern thing you think, or is that like a just your family in particular? Because I, put it like this, I like I love my family so so much. It's one of those things that like even with me selling my products and services, I had to force myself to do it, and I had my mentors pretty much force me to do it because I wanted to just be giving away stuff for free. And I wanted to be doing these things that ultimately were pulling me back or holding me back. And that's just what it is my family. It's not, I don't see it as a matter of the geographics per se. I, I will say from my experience with my mother's side, being from South Carolina, that side is very, a lot closer than what I see from, well, not necessarily a lot closer, but they have the family reunions, the big gatherings more so there. Where on my dad's side and the side I'm usually around, what a fun side. We have these big gatherings. We do have these big events and it's mad fun, but it's still like very, people are very individualistic here, I will say. So I don't, I don't feel like it's necessarily a geographic, but it's one of those things where it's just like, yo, you gotta do what you gotta do. I don't even, like Kobe's the best example. I don't even know if he's talking to his parents again yet. People don't, some people don't know. Some people heard the story already. For a, a moment or period in time, he was not talking to his parents. I forgot what the situation was, but he legit was not talking to his parents. And 
I'm, I believe he's the only child. I never heard anything about him with a sibling. So, again, it's not easy. I don't want to do it, but I have to. I got to get away from them because they're not positive influences. I, okay, I, I just can't. I don't think you have to get away from them either. Maybe you might need to be that, that like a shift re- in their mindset, bro. Because obviously, like, you're doing some great stuff. And it's only a certain amount of time that you can be around greatness before greatness rubs off on you. So, like, you might need to be that person that's going to be like, okay, family, look, like, just have those small conversations with them. Like, what's, I don't know how, like, financially literate, literate your family is or whatever, but, like, maybe, like, have those type of conversations or, like, what's, like, what's our family goals? Like, we've been in such and such predicament for so long. Like, we don't, let, let's, let's do something different. Because my family, like, some of them, they can be like, you know, yeah. I just want to get money, do whatever it is. But I do see other people in my family, like, they're trying they're, they're to, they're, to yeah, message. Yeah, they're like, trying to make the push. And, like, it's only for so long that once I get the ones that's receptive to the push, that the ones who not go see and be like, man, what they doing over there? Let me go see what Cuz Jalen doing. Like, so I feel like you might just have to be that ball of light. Inside yeah, you, your family, that be could like, also okay. become like the inspiration for them. Like, <laughs> I, 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 like I said, I don't know your family, but like that, that would be my part, my perspective of it. We're be. very cool. It's, it's just one of those things where it's, it's a different lane. It's a different lane that my family works for, what they're going for, and it's one of those things where I got, I got to feed myself to be able to feed them. And if I am the one that we're going to rely on. You know, I may not be in the league, but just like as we see many of these people that go to the league, you know, they're the ones that did it, and now they're giving back to the family. So that's the situation I'm in right now, whereas for me to really provide for the family like I would like to and really give back to them, I got to go out and get it for us now. Okay. So it's more of that, yeah. I don't, I don't mean yeah, I don't mean anything negative towards okay. it. Like I said, I'm Yeah, yeah, bro. We just – Yeah, we just, just, you know, just we, looking at it. I like to dive into stuff like yeah, that. It's like a philosophical thing to me, man. Like, just like a different different viewpoints. That's what we yeah. like to discuss. Yeah. Because even though, like, all that entails, what you're saying is that you're going to have to make some sacrifices. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, and end of the day, that's really one of the biggest things about it that we mentioned earlier, that, like, the sacrifices after you make that decision. First, you have to make the decision. And then, once you make the decision, you got to be able to stick with the decision. Them sacrifices. You got to make the, the sacrifices. Yeah, it's, and it's good because, like, and when, you do, when you're on this financial literacy journey, you, not everybody's going to be perceptive to it. Right? And it, it could be your close family that's not perceptive to it. And you might have to not necessarily cut them off, but you might have to stop talking to them for a little while or cut them off for certain periods or not talk to them as much to get to where you need to be. I agree. That's definitely, that's the perfect way to put it. It's just, I had to cut back from my time and engagement with them. It's yeah, completely like, understand. When we, have, when we have family events, if it's a birthday party or anything, I'm definitely there. And I mean, I'm there probably the whole day, especially with the fact that this is one of my few times of seeing them. And then whenever I go back over there, it's my little, my little five-year-old sister. That's the main one that hurts me being away from her. Yeah. But I go over there, it's, we playing the whole time. Like I, as much as whatever's going on, I'm literally with her the whole time. So it's, yeah. But I gotta do what I gotta do, especially with what I'm building for her right now. I know I talked to you guys about it already on the um on the live, but I'm right now I'm looking for a illustrator, somebody to do the pictures for. But 
I have a seven book children series that I say we just created, which is teaching seven of the universal laws. So helping kids control their mindset. It's called Kennedy's Dream. It's going to be based off my little sister. And that itself, I actually just established and set it up that there, I put it in a trust in her name. So I have the trust together. The trust is in her name. Obviously, I have the ownership or own the trust itself. But then the book itself, well, when we put the books out, it's one of those things that I'm already creating a generational wealth. So as I hold myself accountable and take myself farther and farther up, I create myself to be whoever I do become and what people look at me as. I make those sales two years down the road. I take my name off the off the profits and it's fully going to her. And the full goal is she never would have to work. So even at that 15, 16 years old, whatever it is, at least in New Jersey, that you're, you could legally work, she won't have to. She already has money coming in. Not only that, by the time she's 18, she she's a millionaire. That's the ultimate goal, that she's a millionaire from those books. So... That's dope, bro. That's great. I love it. Yeah, I love that. I love that generational wealth talk, bro. That's you know, my I, favorite. I like how you built the trust. Can you, can you like explain just a little bit of like what a trust is and how you built it? So the trust itself. So I actually have a financial advisor. The um, Instagram name is Bint B I N T or yeah B I N T Investments. And I talked to her. She's actually in Philadelphia for anybody that is in that area. But I speak with her and the difference, more so the difference I'll say with the trust and the will, at least how it was broken down to me. With the trust, you have more of a, I guess, kind of like governmental authority or governmental stamp that gives you the certain ownership of your assets. Where the will itself, things that you may own, you could put in that name. But the trust itself gives you that full ownership of the assets. Um, it's more accessible in terms of when you do pass with the trust, you're able to access that right away and who, whoever is the owner of it. Um, that's that I'm not going to go too much further because I don't know all the ins and outs of it, but I just know the trust is more efficient and better to have over the will. <coughs> if you're going to choose, if you're making or creating something, it's better to have that trust than that will because at least taking a few law classes and stuff it's a it's a lot of things that come with the will that they're going to be fighting obstacles and going to court back and forth with this and yeah. that to finally access it and all but those probate courts and all that good stuff yeah. like that a lot of stuff that you're going to have to fight before you're able to get into your will and i mean just to give people an example of a trust and how that can build like wealth that's exactly what the walmart family did that's what sam walton did with the wealth he built it up uh, made a trust and divided it between his kids. And I mean, you see how that played out. They still own Walmart. So, yeah, it's still, it's a living asset. That's the best way I could put it in terms of the will where that could get cut off. The trust is like a living asset. Now, you keep mentioning assets, and I do want to get back to something because you mentioned something that is a living asset too. And that's how you plan on funding the trust. Yeah. Uh, the, books. the books. So, I want to get into that with you, like more about the books and intellectual property, man. And how people need to understand how this is really an asset, not just like something that you put out. It is. Trade, trademarks, copyrights are some of your best friends. Me, myself, I, I was even going to go to LLC at, at first. And then I was taught and talked about some things and it made more sense for me to be a sole proprietor. So with everything else, I'm probably going to go to LLC route. But say with the with the Kennedy's dreams, I could put well, I didn't put that into the LLC yet. But that's something that as I put under the trust, I don't even have to do an LLC because it's owned by the trust. So 
that says we have the ownership of it. That's why another reason why I recommend the trust in terms of like generational wealth and these certain living assets. When you put it into the trust, those are things that can continue to accumulate, can continue to bring money into it, that that trust, again, like I said, I emphasize that living asset because that's going to continue to grow, continue to build. So the more books or whatever things I put into that, as that appreciation grows, so does the trust itself. It makes that even more valuable. And then as we have the ownership of it, as her name is on it, again, that's setting her up for more and more. Even if it's something little like sneakers are on the stock market now, something a lot of people don't think about. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. I can literally have the ownership of my sneakers and put that within the trust. That means that if something is to happen to me, this is still an asset of mine that can be sold off, that can be used for whatever, whatever. But when you have that trust and establish it, you want to make sure you're putting more and more assets in. It's your own stock. That is your own individual stock that you're able to continue to build. That's fine. I like I like that. I like the analogy of it. It's basically your own stock. So now you're really investing in you. Really investing in you, man. I man, so many, so many trademarks that I have to buy right now. You put those into the trust itself, whatever your idea is, that patent that you have on it, you can put that under the trust. So now it's like the trust itself. Long as you put these things within the trust, you don't even have to worry about certain patents, certain copyrights, certain LLCs, claiming a sole proprietor, a C Corp, whatever, because it's under the trust. So it was already owned by something that's in your name. So that's another benefit of it. You could look at it as like a subscription for all your legal property, all your whatever property it is, all your ideas, um, anything you created, whatever it is. That's literally you paying, you pay whatever it may be through whatever lawyer or whoever you may go through for that trust. And now it's boom, I got this idea for this, put it in the trust. Oh, I got this idea for this, write that into the trust that I don't even have to go through a lawyer and pay those thousands of dollars to sit down with them. I just put it under the ownership of my trust. That's fine. <laughs> I don't think we, we've had anybody talk about that on the podcast. Yeah, no, that's, that's a topic you definitely got to get in on, man. That's that's some good stuff right there. People need to know about that. I want to get on something too with, with whenever it comes to just the whole concept of taking advantage, making that decision, kind of going back to the whole thing. You made the decision. You made the sacrifices. Now, in order to keep moving forward, I cannot understress the, the importance of researching, like doing your research and learning how you want to do what you want to do. Yeah. Because, like, if you don't do any research and you don't invest the time, like it's easy to say, oh yeah, I'm not uh I'm not gonna do this so I can work on this, but are you actually getting things done that you need to get done during that time? 
And to figure that out, you got to know how to search over what need to be done and actually put it into work. So could you talk about the process that it took for you to research to even get started as a writer? <laughs> it was, I actually saw a, a promotional post on the African Unification page by a brother by the name of Moise Michelle. Mm -hmm. I reached out to him right away. He DM me back within like minutes. I actually was going to class at the time. So I asked him, yo, can we talk in like an hour? I'm on my way to class. He was like, yeah, definitely. We got on the phone. I asked him some questions because I knew I wanted to self-publish my books. I already knew of self-publishing. And, you know, 21st century ownership. You could be independent going yourself. I know. Um, I'm not sure which one of you guys were on the page at the time, but I had somebody that commented to one of my posts where he was saying, I don't know why if you're a four-time oh, yeah, author, quality content's not good if you're still independent. I'm like, so Jay-Z put out three platinum albums right away when no record label assigned him, so you should go sign to Atlantic Records now, right? Because that makes sense after he just made all the money himself. But <laughs> it was, once he told me the information and what I can do, I took that, I ran with it, I went and researched the rest of the information because that gave me a direction to go. I literally went and studied like ins and outs and what things were focused on. I looked at and I even submitted my, my books itself to the big publishing companies. Didn't hear back from any of them. It's three years later, still haven't heard back from any of them. So it's two, yeah, two three years later. So I just really studied and learned the ins and outs. One of the main things that I realized was at the end of the day, no matter what your business is or what you're doing, whether you're with like a company, corporation or individual, whatever it is, you got to sell yourself at the end of the day still. So if you're going to be selling yourself, you might as well be making a full profit off of yourself rather than giving it to someone else. So I literally tell people when they come sign up for the class, I get paid for these two reasons. Either you're too dumb and lazy to do the research yourself. So you want somebody else to be able to tell you information or you're smart and realize you don't have to do the research yourself and somebody else already has the information which one are you <laughs> so research is important it's literally everything is there as this is my thing in a sense against the school system and what i want more people to realize you know we're again we're not taught financial literacy so we're not taught the debt that school brings we're just told go to school but realistically we go to school where we get our textbooks we're going to amazon student so all the books and all the information is right there on amazon you can do the research and be autonomous. You can find this information yourself and apply it yourself. You can be building and establishing yourself with all the information that's out there. Brother Ben X is a great example. He talks about working within these certain fields and being within these certain um, sectors. And as the minister, uh, Minister Farrakhan stated, you know, like the still away method, you know, be in it, learn the system, take away from it and be building it for yourself. He has a video of him and his alter personality where he was saying man i just got fired from my taxi job he was like well you've been doing it for how long i've been doing it for this long so you already kind of learned it right yeah so you know the ins and outs yeah i could be doing it right so take that and go do it for yourself now so that's literally what it is man you do the research you go study you take i recommend the courses and classes because i found that to be even more efficient than lectures and books or videos school lectures and books i found an actual course in class to be more efficient so take that information that you're learning apply that be consistent with it do the research it's all out there it is dope because even like harvard and top prestigious schools they offer free classes where you can learn shit. you just gotta do it yourself you gotta go seek the knowledge 
I had yeah. a whole, um, I forgot which specific presentation, but I have the whole Harvard Business Law or the Harvard Business School, one of their, their presentation for their final exam. Somebody had emailed that to me. So I have that full PDF. Then information is out there. Even if you ask people, somebody got something. Hey, we've been we've been using LimeWire since we was like five, six years old. Somebody, <laughs> somebody, <laughs> somebody got some files and some copies hidden somewhere. We we got all these jailbroken devices. Somebody got the information. <laughs> you are right. I never thought about it like that. It's out there. <laughs> the information age is a scary age, man. You can't get nothing back. Oh, once it's out there, it's out there. <laughs> it is. Yeah, I I literally got I got PDFs that people send to me and I don't even know how I got lucky enough to come across these people for them to send it to me. And they were just like, Yeah, you know, my, and my, I'm at this school and we're studying the Harvard Business Law stuff. What's your email? I'll send it to you. There it is. Send it to me. I what was the other thing I got? I have I think it was Richard Brunson. I forgot what millionaire, but some presentation that he gave and I have that full presentation in my email. Um, who was it? What's it called? Oh, Sam oven. I have the full Sam oven like zip files from something that he did. So <laughs> yeah. you seek and you shall find. <laughs> so I do have a question with you doing books and stuff, right? Do you ever worry about your books becoming online and somebody just be like, uh, I guess, taking advantage of your books being in a PDF or something and spreading it uh, freely? I guess it's more of a copyright type thing. Not necessarily worried about it. I mean, yes, I'll be losing sales. It's one of those things where at the end of the day, it's not just about the money. No, I don't want people to do it. Yes, I am willing to sue. It's literally some Instagram pages that as bad as it sounds and as petty as this is, I fully consider, and I'm probably still going to do it, buying their Instagram name because they just weren't very receptive of working together. And I didn't really like the demeanor and attitude they had with it. And I, I get, you know, I get you're doing things, you're busy, like start a black business. I had a conversation with them and they told me, oh, we can't get on the phone, but we have like properties we're closing right now. We're literally working on them right now. With you guys, I was able to get on the phone with you guys. With everyone I do promotions with, I was able to build a personal relationship with. It's some of these people that I found out were pretty much just African men and women that are just reposting African-American information, content, whatever the thing is, entertainment, so that they can start just charging money and they really don't care about the culture, really care about the stuff. But for me, at the end of the day, it's not just about the money. That's an honor that that would happen. But yes, when it comes down to to me making my money though, just and that's just you being serious about your business. I am willing to sue if I do know like somebody took it and just went crazy with it. Not that realistically I probably wouldn't be able to find that, but the point I'm making is just like it's like I'm, they change it I'm to where it's like they wrote it and stuff like that. I'm happy I'm honored that you were to do that, but at least give me my credit. You know, at least just send people an excerpt. And tell them, yo, go buy the book to at least support the person. Like, J. Cole talk about it. Like, album $10, you act like it's 10 Gs. Like, yeah, man. what song it was, like, running up to me, like, hey, J. Cole, can you sign my bootleg? Like, what? Yeah. 
Come on, yo. The ebook is. <laughs> I know what song you're talking about. I just can't think of it uh, in my head. The autograph. That's what it's called. The autograph. Yeah, yeah there we go. I yo. can hear the beat in my head. <laughs> <laughs> that's a shame. All the all the songs out and quoted in these books too. And I'm pretty sure I quoted that one. That's a shame that I've forgotten it. <laughs> hey man. J. Cole got a lot of good songs out there. Too From the come up up to now. <laughs> and I was about to say, especially if you was listening to him at the beginning. Oh man, that's Friday Night Lights. That's what got me through my junior year of basketball. That's what got me to really push and make that big jump. Listening to Friday Night Lights. <laughs> yeah, man. So I got. I do. I have a question. So, um, whenever. So if you have a young listener like listening, they want to know how do I get started with like trying to write my own book or write my own story. What's a couple of tips that you can give them? You DM Black Wealth Renaissance for the code to sign up for the self-publishing class. That's the first step. <laughs> now, nah, but a couple of tips that I definitely give. One, there are 10 major publishing companies out there. I recommend going through KDP because that one is very simple to use. Um, with that, you're going to get like, they have a certain file or you could get the manuscript templates. You could get like a cover template. So that's going to be major. And it's, it's very, very inexpensive. You're just going to have to outsource a lot of work if you don't have the skill sets. That's the other thing I would say to them. Even if you don't know specifically how to do the certain things, you know, at least study a little bit graphic design, learn how to use Photoshop, learn how to use Illustrator. You don't have to be proficient in it, but enough that you're able to say exactly what you want to know that it can be done. I recommend to them and would definitely tell them, man, you find a mentor, find somebody you can ask questions to. I'm willing to answer some questions for you. Obviously, I'm not going to give a, a whole bunch of my time away, but that's the biggest thing, man. I say just straight like that, yo, go right to kdp.com or kdp.amazon.com so you can get the templates and get everything. Start your rough draft. Start Just start writing. Just start putting things together. Let your ideas form. And then, you know, as you get better and better with it, you'll be able to say, okay, this is what I actually want to do. This is where I actually want to go with it. Now I know exactly how to do it. Or I already know how to do it. Now I can just put it onto the paper and actually write my book. So what exactly are some of the benefits of like actually owning your own book and like selling it? That was going to be my next question. <laughs> Distribution. Like if Amazon goes to sell my book because I now own my ISBN numbers, I can say where I do and don't want it to go. I don't have to worry about Amazon when it comes to certain things because I, I self-publish through Amazon's publishing company. So I don't have to worry about them telling me what can and can't be done. Um, that's the biggest thing, man. Ownership, your distribution rights. Same thing, like your masters and everything. I could, I can, I have a say in where my books are going and what's going on with it. And that's powerful. Yeah, control over your own because yeah. it's your property, your intellectual property. So exactly. I do have another question for you. What you say would be? What would you say would be the startup cost of getting a book, like creating your own book? I say have about $500 because a graphic design itself, a graphic designer ranges, if you're going on Fiverr, it could be from like 10 to $150. So having $150 aside for that, and then you want to definitely put out about $100 in terms of marketing or about $150 in terms of marketing on social media. Promotional posts range from $5 to $50. 
to $100 and that's worth it. Definitely with this certain platform you may be doing. And if you have a graphic designer and you have some good social media flyers, um, the book itself, you already have the laptop. That's the biggest thing, graphic designers. But then with that other, say, $200, you are able to purchase the LLCs if you like to do that or more efficiently purchase the editor. It's some people you could go to and get, get people to edit your book for free. You might end up having to pay about $100, $200. But that other, say, again, $100 range should go to an editor, somebody or a couple editors, I'll say. Somebody that doesn't have to be a full professional, but at least can read through and make the corrections for you. Let's talk about the, the self-publishing. Uh, and could you get into like, you said marketing, you have to do the marketing on the pages. Could you talk about that experience a little bit more, like how that helped? How does marketing, well not how does it help, but why is it an essential part of the, the cost of rolling out your book? Your book's not gonna sell if you don't market it. That first month, okay, maybe friends and family see it. You got to really break it down. At least Instagram being the main hub and one of the biggest funnels right now, if not the biggest funnel, you got to think about how many followers you have. Something I learned when I was doing door-to-door sales, you got to break it down to the percentages out of how many people are you going to get to purchase. It it might be 1% of 100. So you got to be able to have, you know, depending on what you're going for, you want to need 100,000 people, a million people, a billion people to be able to make that certain sales or have those sales meet that quota that you're going for. So when you have that marketing budget, it's exposure. The more exposure, the more sales you're gonna be able to get. And then it's trial and error, just seeing what posts, what type of things work the best, seeing what other authors are doing, how other people post, the times that people post. It's Instagram itself, for those that don't know, it has a certain algorithm behind it and you gotta literally study and catch that algorithm so you could be most efficient with whatever it is you're selling now is this taught in your course now is this information taught in your course yes i break the course down about three parts you could say with the first part being statistics and analytics the second part being actually writing the book in a full writing process the rough draft and all um yeah i'll say the rough draft um writing the book itself things to focus on like literally what is the font we're going to use? Why use this font? We're using like a masculine or feminine font. What is the type of style that we're going with? What is the structure of the pages? Where are pages starting? When are we looking to end it? And then the third part is all marketing. I even talk about in a couple of slides, the psychology of branding. So talking about color schemes and why that's important and how and why that's relevant. Talking about the different font styles, again, masculine and feminine in terms of the cover. Why are we doing what we are doing? Things to think about. Like some people want to put themselves on the cover of a self-help book. Who are you? Why am I buying this book just because your face is on it? You're not a Michelle Obama. You're not Barack. Like I don't want, I don't care about you. I don't know who you are. So why would I do that? Where you got to have something that is captivating me, myself, like no other self-help books kind of have a title or I'm sorry, like a cover that kind of looks like this. Majority of them are just fonts usually like a bold, bold font, a standard background color, or maybe a few colors thrown in there, but not many of them are like real, I I guess creative like that or distinct like that. So what is gonna make somebody wanna even look at your book and then can you capture their attention? So we talk about all that in the end. The last, like I said, third of the class is all marketing and the psychology behind it.
What's good, y'all? It's Aaliyah from The Young and Dumb Show. I have something for you. If you're young and interested in learning more about different careers, becoming an entrepreneur, and really get into the bag, then be sure to check out and subscribe to The Young and Dumb Show. On this show, we sit down with the biggest, and I'm talking the biggest, career professionals, entrepreneurs, influencers, and entertainers to break down how to be successful in different industries. It's brought to you exclusively by the Revolt Podcast Network, anchored in hip-hop, powered by creators. Let's get it, y'all. Sure. Okay, I do remember my question, bro. Okay, so my question was, like, why books over other outlets, like over maybe music? You know, a lot of people, they express themselves through music or, like, art or whatever. Like, what made you say, okay, I'm going to write a book. Like, this is what I want to do. I want to become an author and share my story this way. First part is I can't rap. So that kind of threw that one out the way. <laughs> the second part of it was just the fact, I, you get, get paid, you should have about three sources of income. I know we talked about this before. One that's consistent, one that you have a skill set at, then get paid off of something that you love. Writing itself was more so a skill set that I had. I was told since high school that I should look into writing. Then once I got to college, I was pushed to go into public speaking. So I just was learning how to better articulate myself more and more. And then the book was just the most efficient way for me to be able to get my message out. So I chose to put it in the books. And then already, like, I've been using Photoshop since I was seven years old. So I've been, yeah, I learned graphic design at a young age and then taking classes in high school, college, middle school. So just continue to learn and grow and build with it. So it was, for me, it was like perfect. The cost of printing a book is about four to six dollars depending on what you're going through or who you're going through i didn't have to outsource the cover my mother's friend edited the book for me i read through the book and gave me the corrections to make so i spent literally six dollars to get a book made that's not bad not bad for your roi either yeah, that's actually what i wanted to talk about was the roi so what is the average roi for a so so say i'm a young guy and i want to I got my story. I know I want to write it. I got the money put up. What is my what? What am I? What can I expect as my ROI for my books? Per book sale, about six to twelve dollars, depending on the size of your book. When they sell on Amazon, I get a sixty percent royalty for the paperback, but that covers printing, shipping, and then the profit that Amazon takes. So I make about over six dollars and fifty, a little over six dollars fifty cents, maybe like six seventy-five per book sale. But then when I sell an ebook, I make about seven dollars, about seven dollars an ebook sale through Amazon. And then when I sell it right through my site, the six dollar cost of getting it printed and shipped to me, or five dollar cost of getting it printed and shipped to me, then shipping is about two, three dollars. So and I'll make about I'm through the website, it'll come out to twenty-two dollars. So I'll make about an eighteen dollar profit around that, sixteen, eighteen dollar profit. Um so in terms of that, it's great. But then again, you got to take it to the other factors in terms of marketing. I always have a certain budget in which I'm going to pay for certain promotions. And then once I reach that and reach my certain profit and my certain goal from, from the um, promotions I pay for, then that's when I would look at like, all right, I made this much, so I could put this percentage back into marketing some more. But in terms of the book itself, you'll make – the depending on where it's being sold at, I'll say six to six to twenty dollars. 
and there's another incentive I want to talk to you about because I remember you mentioned it on a live, like the best-selling author feature on Amazon, like some of the bonuses that you can do <laughs> if if you do have like a good a good book that really impacts people, like because a lot of people don't look as being an author as one of those sexy jobs anymore. So like, I want I want people to know that you are able to make money through this. Oh, a lot of money. I. I'm now closing in on the point where I'm making about seven seven sales a day. So coming right from the website, I mean that's seventy dollars a day. That's at least putting me at a position where I might be making you know ups and downs, twelve to twenty something thousand dollars a year. In terms of with Amazon, they have a program called KDP Select, and when you put your book into that KDP Select program. It will pay you once you get you'll be able to get paid your royalties plus a bonus on top of that based off of um, like most pages read, most books sold. Yeah, most pages read and most books sold. You'll be able to get a bonus. So for paperbacks, when I last looked, it was about fifty thousand dollar bonus and then about a twenty five thousand dollar bonus for ebook sales. So it's definitely money in there. If you put the money out and market, you'll definitely be able to see a massive and great return. And that's not something that you only win one time. Let's say you promote it in the most efficient way. You blow up within this month. You're the number one seller, ebook and paperback. That's 75,000 you made just as a bonus on top of whatever your actual sales were. And then maybe you do it the next month and the next month. So, so that's monthly. You can make 75 bands monthly. Yeah. Just from Having the best-selling book, most read book, so it's it's there. Our black writers, we call them y'all. It's Go there. Yes, make a bag, make a bag. It ain't hurting Jeff Bezos. He cool. He paying. He making sixteen billion. Don't got pay taxes on it, so he good. <coughs> That's a whole another damn dilemma. But uh, yeah, Shelby, my brother, man, we appreciate you coming on the show with us, bro. Uh, man, we gonna get you to tell the people, man, where, where they can find out more about you. You know, we, we didn't learn, we didn't learn a whole lot. Heard a bunch about self-publishing. You know, you got that course. Got to tell the people how they can find you, where they can find you. Get some information in the show notes. Most definitely, you can visit my website www.shelbyparis. That's P-A-R-R-I-S. So two R's. ShelbyParis.com. Uh, my Instagram myself is the hip hop author. So literally the whole goal behind it is taking the hip hop world and expanding it into the writing and publishing world. I have a major project I'm working on with that, that very soon the world is going to be able to not only see, but it be experiencing. So every book purchase, every time you pur purchase the service of the class, whatever it is, it's contributing to something that's going to be very big in terms of authors and speakers independent authors and speakers primarily but yeah the hip-hop author on instagram shelbyparis.com is the website facebook shelby paris linkedin uh i don't post too too much on youtube but youtube shelby paris everything else shelby paris instagram is the hip-hop author but yep you can find me on on that definitely head to the website depending on what stage in your life grab whichever book is best for you at whatever point you're in whether you're just kind of making that change of rewiring your mind now you're stuck in that purgatory state after rewiring your mind and 
now you're just writing out your affirmations and you're just manifesting or if you're somebody who is looking to overstand the mindset this book itself on a deeper level is really just to connect the masculine and feminine minds and the masculine and feminine energies so to be able to overstand that masculine side and kind of overstand what the feminine side is looking for so I'm whatever just, stage of your life you're in i'm just saying y'all this man really is loading the clip with knowledge he just showed us four books <laughs> and i know he's not done so y'all definitely y'all look out for it i can't wait to uh hear your sister's books uh yeah, buy some of those dope. for my nieces and nephews too yeah, so i'm ready on that too man Thank you. The goal, we're looking to have the first one out by the end of August. Like I said, just got to find the right, the right graphic person. Cause me myself, I'm, I'm not that good at that type of work. So yeah, find the right person that we can be able to do it. We're going to put it out there. Hey, look, if right y'all do graphic work, y'all hit my man up. If y'all trying to do something with his book. Yes, please How do, we gonna do that. Experience with books, please DM me the hip hop author or visit the website and just email me from there. Please do, because I am looking for somebody. I'm ready. I'm ready to pay. I just That's how we do. We building relationships. We connecting people. That's what the platform about. We're going to make it happen. I love it. So we're going to take care of a few little housekeeping items before we close out the show. Uh, everybody, make sure y'all follow us on all social medias. Uh, Instagram at Black Wolf Renaissance. Twitter at BWR underscore movement. Mm-hmm. Uh, we on Facebook as well at Black Wolf Renaissance. We on YouTube. Yeah, check out the YouTube. Um, everybody, make sure y'all go check out BlackWolfRenaissance.com. We got a lot of free tools and resources for you guys up there. We get people on the page all the time asking about different things and different ways. We got calculators for just about everything on there. You can. We got the Black Realtor yeah. uh, directory. Hey, Black Financial Advisor directory coming soon. Just saying. About to even start helping our authors get their books out there. So y'all just we got we got a lot for the culture that we're trying to do for you guys. Also, if you want extra bonus content, please become a Patreon. Join our Patreon account. It is patreon.com slash the BWR. That's patreon.com T-H-E-B-W-R. Yeah, y'all definitely go to that Patreon. We got some funny extra episodes. I'm I'm just saying. These guys are funny. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. Like we we try to behave while we're on the podcast. Yeah, we 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 do better on the podcast than we do in. But uh, yeah, y'all make sure y'all check that out. Check out that Patreon if y'all interested in getting some bonus content out of us. Uh, got different tiers and all that good stuff. Yeah, man. Well, once again, Shelby, we appreciate you for coming on, blessing us with some knowledge, yes, man. Sir. Teaching the people about the importance of having books and writing books and especially owning your work that you do it's all about ownership don't give it up um that's pretty much all i got yeah so i guess uh, we appreciate you my brother well this is black wolf renaissance signing out peace Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet, but if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. 
Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home Internet. Cox is the real home Internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash Internet for details. One night, one goal. Stop suicide. On June 3rd, Washington, D.C. will host the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention's Out of the Darkness Overnight Walk. Join thousands as we journey over 16 miles from dusk till dawn for a night of hope and healing while raising funds and awareness for this important cause. Register today at theovernight.org or call 888-THE-OVERNIGHT. That's 888-843-6837. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.